You're listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. We often hear about disadvantaged populations having difficulty with access to medical care and getting quality medical care. Native Americans with these issues, we do not often hear much about. What is their situation? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Lee Friedman, your host. And with me today is Dr. Thomas Sequist, Assistant Professor of Medicine and Healthcare Policy at Harvard Medical School and at the Brigham's and Women's Hospital in Boston, and also Director of the Four Direction Summer Research Program at Harvard Medical School. Thanks for being with us, Dr. Sequist. Thank you for having me. I'm now more aware of some of the disparities in terms of access to and delivery of quality health care. And I'm fascinated by this program that you're director of and how it might help to address this situation. Could you tell us a bit about how this started and what the program's all about? Sure. One of the broader goals of the program is really to increase the number of qualified Native American health professionals, so physicians, nurse practitioners, nurses, public health officials, biomedical scientists. There's a real need for increasing the number of Native health professionals because there's a real gap, as we discussed earlier, in the availability of clinicians to deliver health care in settings that where Native Americans receive their care, so typically more rural settings, isolated settings. And what we know from surveys of medical students is that minority students, and in particular Native American students, say they're much more likely than other racial and ethnic groups to return to underserved communities to practice. And among Native Americans, one could imagine, one might imagine that these underserved settings would include rural and, and reservation settings. There's also a lot of data that suggests that Native American medical students, when you ask them, were you aware or did you participate in a summer enrichment program to get ready for medical school? And most of them as undergraduates didn't know that these programs existed or didn't participate in them. And I think what that reflects is that the typical or the standard summer enrichment programs that target underrepresented minorities or other at-risk undergraduate students really do not target the universities or the colleges that are highly populated by Native American students. This program was specifically designed to outreach to these groups of students, so really sort of targeting colleges and universities that historically have higher populations of, of Native American students, not necessarily reaching out to the top-tier colleges, but reaching out to other colleges where there were also a lot of talented young students who could benefit from an experience that we're offering at, at the medical school here at Harvard. So there are these bright people who are at some of these more rural uh, or smaller universities, and this program brings them in for a summer experience. Is that correct? That's right. So they spend eight weeks here at Harvard Medical School. We pair them up individually with a mentor who is a faculty member at the medical school. They work with that mentor over the summer on a research project. Most of them do bench research engaged in DNA analyses or studies of the cell cycle, a variety of different projects. The goal is that by the end of the eight-week period, they will have completed some small project that they can claim ownership of. We teach them how to put together a formal research abstract. We show them how to put together a research presentation. And the, and the culmination of their efforts is to present their research to other members, other students in the program, but also other Harvard faculty members. So as you can imagine, it's oftentimes very stressful for them to get ready for this, but when they go through it successfully, the goal of this is that they come through it realizing that they really can achieve a lot more than they thought they could achieve before coming into the program. That's got to be an incredible feeling to have that type of task, to to do this research and put together a presentation and present it. Uh, It must do wonders to instill confidence. That's right. And I think that the program, the goal of the program is what we do is we 
try to create that confidence for them, try to create that desire to take their career and their education to the next step. And then the other key component of our program is then once we create that level of confidence in them, that we give them the tools or what I like to call them the rule book on how to achieve their goals. So, you know, things like applying to medical school, while while on the surface may seem straightforward in terms of you need to obviously complete an undergraduate degree and do some of your requirement requirement classes, the entire process is actually quite complex and takes many years if you're going to do it right. And as medical schools get more and more competitive each year in terms of the applicants and the number of applicants, it becomes more and more important that you be a well-informed applicant and that you prepare yourself years ahead to maximize your chances of getting into medical school. Over the years, what I've noticed with a lot of Native American students applying to medical school is that the level of preparation tends to be lower. And it's not that they aren't as qualified in my mind. It's that that they weren't really sort of taken aside by a mentor, a close mentor, and really shown here is the path that you need to take. Here are the things that you need to do. Here's how to write a good personal statement that will grab the attention of the admissions committee. And so these are the things that we really sort of instill in them throughout the summer. So a lot of the very important and pragmatic aspects of applying to medical school and is some of this that when they're younger, they just don't feel that they'll ever be able to achieve at that level, that they don't plan and and reach that high initially? Well, if you think about, I mean, a lot of medical students come from backgrounds where their parents were physicians or friends of their parents were physicians. You can never really underestimate the benefit of receiving direct mentorship from someone who's been through the process and knows exactly what it's like. And remember, a lot of these students live in communities where they don't know, like I said before, there are communities where there are shortages of of doctors in general, but certainly they're not knowing doctors who came from their community who they really sort of can form a bonding or mentoring relationship with. You're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Lee Friedman, and I'm speaking with Dr. Thomas Sequist. We are discussing his Four Directions Summer Research Program at Harvard Medical School, a program to introduce bright undergraduate college students who are Native Americans to the process of applying to medical school and giving them exposure with mentors who have succeeded in the field. Now, the mentors that they have, Dr. Sequist, some of them are Native American, some of them are not? All of their mentors are not Native American. There's really, I I think the last time I had looked this up, there's just a little over 100 Native American faculty across all medical schools in the country. So there really wouldn't be enough Native American faculty to serve as mentors at, at any one institution. But what we do is we handpick the research mentors, the faculty mentors, as people who really understand the goal of what we're trying to do with our program and are really committed to trying to help these students. As you can imagine, there are all different types of levels of undergraduate students that may come to a medical school over the summer to do research, some of whom may be very high performing, some of whom may have been in enrichment programs for many years and, and may come into a lab really ready to make a substantial contribution to the research going on. Our students, I think, come in at a level that's not as far as advanced, and so the mentors in our program really make a special commitment to nurturing these students and developing them. From what I've read, you've been very successful in terms of reaching out to the entire Native American community because you have alumni from 50 Native American tribes from all over the country. Because the program's been going on for 15 years now, we've had over 100 students come through the program who've been 
from all over the country in Alaska and Hawaii, I think 35 or 40 states in the, in the country. So we really had been able to successfully recruit students from from areas of the country that other enrichment programs haven't typically been able to reach. We've had a good measure of success with these students in terms of their career trajectories after participating in our program. So we know that approximately half of our students have really sort of taken the next step in their career. So they've either gotten into medical school or are applying to, actively applying to medical school or been accepted to MPH, pro Master's in Public Health programs, or PhD programs of various types. The other 50%, it's important to remember that we accept students starting in your freshman year. So many of the students, even though they would show up as not having achieved their goal yet, are still in undergraduate school. So they're still developing, still making decisions, and they may yet go into one of those medical fields. And I imagine, based on what you've described, even if someone does not go into a medical field, they will be high achieving in in a different field that they might choose to go into. And that's our hope. We have about 10% more students who do what I believe to be very successful things, so not medical-related. Some some students have gone into law and other fields. I can, I'm just thinking of someone who might come from a rural area in the western United States and do fairly well at a small university, but then prove to themselves that they can come to Harvard and rub elbows with faculty members and make a presentation. It's got to be, again, a very powerful experience for these young people. I think it is. And I, I do, I really believe that that's the most dramatic thing that happens with the students over the summer. So sure, we give them the, the instructions on the step-by-step things they need to do to apply to these graduate programs. But I really believe that the most powerful thing that happens is, is within themselves, sort of gaining that confidence. And this year at, at Harvard Medical School, actually, two of the Native American students that were they were accepted to start this fall had actually participated in our program in previous years. And it's been around for 15 years. Do, do you have any feeling for the students who go on to medical school? Are they then going back to their communities and serving there? How successful have we been at getting Native Americans back to serve the Native American community? We do have examples of students who participated in the program who have subsequently gone back to work in Native communities, some in their own community to practice medicine. I would imagine for the patients, there's got to be a bond there if the patient is a Native American and, and now the physician is. Although that's an area of research that has been the focus of a lot of different studies in terms of whether or not racial concordance actually helps with mitigate any of these racial disparities that we look at. But, you know, when we're thinking about chronic disease management, diabetes care, and really sort of trying to understand how to appropriately manage this type of a condition in an, in an environment that may be very different than the environment that you as a physician were raised in or trained in, I think that that connection there really does probably matter a lot. Also bodes well for the future, as you were talking about how some of these young people never really saw a physician who was a Native American, that it might start to give them confidence and hope even earlier. Exactly. Sort of a snowball effect. Is there any other information that you'd like to convey to the doctors around the country who, like me, may be much more ignorant about some of the challenges that face the Native American community in terms of health care? I think just to emphasize that this is a small population, but it is 4 million people, so it's not an insignificant population. And just to, to consider that there are changing demographics going on in this population. It's like we discussed before, nearly half of them are living in urban centers now, and they are really sort of experiencing an explosion of chronic disease, so diabetes, but cardiovascular disease and kidney disease and a lot of other chronic conditions, and that 
this sort of change in their demographics of, of where they're living and the change in face of the diseases that they're confronted with is really something that we as physicians need to recognize more when we're treating patients who may be of a Native American background. And sort of on a broader policy level, that one of the most important ways that we can work to ensure the delivery of more effective care to this population is really to work on a national level to make sure that the funding for health care for this population really is set at a, at a level that's adequate that can really sort of give a chance of providing good care for these patients. I want to thank Dr. Thomas Sequist, Assistant Professor of Medicine and Healthcare Policy at Harvard Medical School and Director of the Four Directions Summer Research Program at Harvard Medical School. He's been our guest as we've been discussing his Four Directions Research Program and how it may help to improve the development of Native American healthcare providers, as well as talk about some other strategies that we need to be aware of in terms of helping to provide good access and quality care to Native American patients. I'm Dr. Lee Friedman. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.